0: Hello and welcome to our blog to podcast. This is a part of Roaring Hearts Revival Ministries. For more information or to read the original blog, go to rhrministries.org. And thank you, Mr. Robot. The Fruit of the Spirit, Love The Fruit of the Spirit is something given to all who truly seek God. It is like fruit from a tree it is the natural part of the tree. As an apple tree grows, it will naturally produce apples. In the same way as we draw closer to God, these things fruit, will become a natural part of us. It is God's love and mercy in us that does this. Although we may desire to show these results, as long as we seek God on a very regular basis, they will naturally happen. It is strongly recommended, however, that we not wait for them to become a part of us but that we choose rather to seek him to have these things begin producing in us as soon as possible. An important biblical principle is linear interpretation, recognizing the importance of things according to the order that they are in. So when a list is presented in scripture, it can make a difference when we see that the value of what is being discussed is often greater in that which is spoken of first, which is clearly the case with these different parts of the fruit of the Spirit. So as we move through this series, we shall go one by one as they are presented to us in Scripture. Galatians 5, and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Love is translated in the Greek as agape meaning affection, goodwill, benevolence, and brotherly love, or love feasts, which essentially means lots and lots of love. Love certainly seems to be the most important of these fruit. In fact, it needs no proof of such, because we can see in Scripture that the very foundation of what God has done throughout history was planned and executed because of love. He created us, watched Adam fail, and then mankind perpetuated that fail by a million fold. Why bother to continue? But he did. Twice in the book of First John chapter 4, we are told that God is love. So if this is true, that God is love, that it is not just something he does or even exudes, but he more or less embodies it, then we clearly see why love is so important. The entire story from the garden to the cross is founded. Grounded in and requiring of love. His creation of the world and universe so amazing and incredible for a people that would rebel and argue against him smacks of someone who is desperately in love with his creation. Why put the effort out? Was there something that we as a people did to earn this? Love from God seems obvious, though many struggle with it. Part of knowing God is knowing his attributes. And if he is our father, meaning we have a child-to-parent relationship with him, then his attributes will become ours. Much the same as a human father that cares and spends time with their child will pass on the habits and DNA of themselves. Nancy and I watched a movie the other night where a woman's father went missing. She eventually found him. He had been long presumed dead, but the thing that drove her to find him Was something inside of her that refused to give up. He was angry with her that she would put herself in danger to find him, but he realized the one thing that she had was his own DNA. She thought the same as he did, so it was only natural for her to hunt until she found him. Look at God's greatest characteristic, this love. It is something his children should have as well. It only makes sense. So we run through this life with love being an incredibly important part of us. Even if we don't have that relationship with God, it is part of us because we were created in His image. But those who do pursue Him and want to know Him greater will learn to have a greater level of His love. Yes, you read that right. If we know our Creator, we will have a greater amount of love. Literally, that might offend people. And I say that, realizing it doesn't take much to offend these days. But it's a very well-known truth that a person who grows up without their parent, father, or mother will naturally struggle to love better. But even those who do have both parents will not love on the level that they will, knowing their maker. Their maker, the one who created love We all realize that we will gain the most insight into an art by learning under a master. In fact, that principle works for anything we do. It is no different with love. We best understand love when the master of love teaches us. Then as we grow, that love settles deep within us and begins to alter our spiritual, emotional, and cognitive DNA. It becomes part of us as it is part of God. And as it naturally flows from God, it will naturally flow from us. If you plant a strawberry patch in your garden, you can expect juicy lumps of goodness to grow. You're not likely to get apples or peaches from it. In the same way as Jesus plants his love inside of us, we can expect that part of our connection to God to be reproduced. And that is the fruit of love. It takes a number of years, good cultivation, good pruning, and proper care to produce good fruit. Some fruit-bearing plants take less time, some even more. Keep this in mind as you grow closer to God. He is a patient arborist and knows that fruit comes in due season. He also knows that fruit must come where the tree is removed and cast into the fire. Lesson? Be patient with yourself. But not too patient thanks for listening if you have comments or would like to contact us go to our website rhrministries.org